This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Ogadlai. This is I just recarpeted my van with shag. And this is Bwong, the wall-crawling blue fez. And you... It's a bit orange for this episode. <laughs> and you are listening to... Baby, can you dig it? Welcome, true believers. Today, we're going to take a break from movies and we're going to go back to the small screen and we're going to talk about superheroes on the small screen. The good ones, the not so good ones, the ones that made you go, huh? Yeah, we're going to talk about them today. Uh, who wants to kick us off here with uh, the small screen superheroes? Since I'll start. This yeah. is Professor Feather. I'll start because I go way back before any of you people. Okay. <laughs> I yes, go back you're right. I, I was a real small, small professor. Back we ain't talking time traveling. Well, That's it is, right. but real it slow. It is time travel. <laughs> back when he was a um, wee freak. My favorite yes. superhero when I was a kid, this would be in the mid late 50s, actually. Um, a character called Mighty Mouse. Wait. Mr. Trouble never hangs around when he hears this mighty sound. Here I come to save the day. That means that Mighty Mouse is on the way. Yes, sir, when there is a wrong to right, Mighty Mouse will join the fight. On the sea or on the land, he gets the situation well in hand. So though we are in danger, we never despair. Cause we know that where there's danger, he is there. He is there on the land, on the sea, in the air. We're not worrying at all. We're just listening for his call. Here I come to save the day. That means that Mighty Mouse is on the way. Oh, Mighty Mouse. Yes. <laughs> I lived to see this show. I, it was, I think, 1958 when it came out, and I just really liked it. There was something really weird about it. Um, you know, I don't know, what, you know, and it was different than really pretty much anything else I'd seen. Superhuman you know, vermin? To that, you know, a superhuman vermin, you know, like, you know, we had Tom and Jerry, and, you know, so mice were a, a, a constant fixture anyway. So you know why not? And uh, I thought I really, I really liked it. So that was one of my, that's one of my earliest. Um, and um, and here again, superhero. That's an odd word, and um, that could also lead to a discussion about what constitutes a superhero. Um, a lot of people have a very broad definition. Um, so like my watching in the fifties, Zorro. Some people would say Zorro was a superhero. I'd go. Uh, some people would I'm say crazy. no, he wasn't. But you know, yeah. I, I, but I agree too. He was Lone a superhero Ranger. to me. The Lone Ranger was a superhero to me. You know, just a bit of a different kind. So I, you know, I lived through through a lot of that. You know, those kind into the '60s. Uh, but the '60s were a whole different matter. So there you go. 
I'll, I'll start with the fifties for me. Go on. All right. No, uh, no love for uh, Superman, George Reeves. Oh, oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> How could I yeah, forget? Yeah. You're right. Well, I was thinking of the more. That was like a, a, a mainstay. That was nothing. You know, that just was a fact of life. That was your number one. <laughs> that, that was, was a fact one. of life. Yes. 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 Did you see Flash Gordon when it was out? No, not till later. I was just curious. That would so, be yes. if we too, wouldn't it? If Flash we talk. Gordon. If TV we talk, series. yeah. If we talk about Mighty Mouse, we also have to talk about the reprised Mighty Mouse uh, that was taken off the air. That was what <laughs> done by what uh, uh, Ralph Bakshi. Uh, was it him? Or was that, yeah, was that was the, the Mighty that Mouse did, uh, that he did? Which was great when it was on. Yeah, and they did a whole episode about drugs, uh, and I think yes. this. I think the censors freaked the fuck out and said, "Yeah, you're done." Um, but if you get those and watch them, they're crazy. I mean, yeah. they're really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and it's funny that they would, you know, we were talking about that. It's funny that they would take those off for drugs when we had Underdog, you know, for years who <laughs> literally, pills. yeah, popping right. a pill. Super energy yeah. pill. Absolutely. <laughs> you're like, I'll get you polypurebred. <laughs> <laughs> when was that? Mom understood. Those were the 60s, right? <laughs> 63? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I remember Underdog as a kid. Uh, I loved watching it, you know, and I remember the evil scientist. I'll get you, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, was his name Simon Legree or no, Simon? I don't, I don't remember the details. I just remember him being the mild-mannered dog, and he has the, I wanted that ring. I wanted that energy pill, you know. But I kind of liked the little evil was, genius Was he the shoeshine boy? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I can actually go back farther than Mighty Mouse now that I think about it. Uh, and I've even talked about him before. Uh, Captain On Captain Kangaroo, Tom Terrific. Ooh. It was a, 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 com, or a, a cartoon that was on, uh, that they would show. And he was a kid who thought he was a superhero with Mighty Manfred, the Wonder Dog. Yeah, so. Well, speaking I'm of. Sorry. I wanted Terrific. to interject that. Yeah, speaking of Captain Kangaroo, does anybody remember when there was that urban legend that uh, uh, Mr. Green Jeans was uh, Ted Nugent's dad? <laughs> what the hell kind of stuff I are you doing? Say it ain't true. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember people talking about that shit in high, you know, or grade school. I don't know. Rock on, Mr. Green Oh, man, that's apocalyptic. I mean, apocryphal. <laughs> oh, there's a malapropism. I'm get Mr. Moose in a stranglehold, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, there's no, there's no superheroes there. Well, I don't know. Oh, Are there? Rocky. Fly? He is a flying He's swim. kind of a fly. He is a superhero. Oh, You're right. They are. Glide. Tennessee, they Tuxedo, and Chumley, yes. those were definitely superheroes. Like, oh, or, yeah. Or Mr. Wizard. Frizzle, frazzle, and just frazzle, one of the best frazzle. shows of all time. Yes. I don't care. Bar none. When you see when you when you see it as a kid and you recognize the adult qualities, you know, oh, yeah. and and you look back and you see your dad chuckling, watching the same thing you're watching. You're going, you know, you knew. The, and then I go now as an adult and watch him. I go, oh, that's just brilliant. You know, that's yes. brilliant. It was one of the best written shows of yes. time. Yes. As a kid, I, I, I got like the fractured fairy tales and those things, you know, because I was really little watching it. But I knew it was different. I couldn't articulate it, you know, because my five-year-old brain couldn't yeah. process it. But I knew enough that it was different than other shows. And just, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, because and it's and now as a, as an adult watching it, you're just you're just soaking in how well what? How funny I, and how smart it yeah. is. Yeah. You know? Kind of going back to what you were saying, how you felt when you were a little kid, though. You had that feeling it wasn't aimed at quite at you. You know, like other shows right. where, you know, that that did that. Yeah, this that's I think that kind of, yeah, that sticks out. Well, it's I think like it, you, you, you want to understand why it was funny to your dad and or your mom or whoever. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Well, it was just me watching it, but I knew compared to the other cartoons I was watching, the other shows. Yeah. I knew this one there was enough of the slapstick and the and the jokiness to right. it. And the exaggerated form that I picked up, but then I knew that it was just there was something to it. <laughs> it also and some great voices. Yeah, it, I think it, the voices yeah. were it contributed to our attention deficit as well because it was so frenetic and all over the place and these short little episodic things that didn't always connect and and were all over the place mm-hmm. you know and i've got like some samples somewhere of shit that like the the titles they would come up with you know there would oh, always be yeah. two titles <laughs> you know this right. or that you know and right. yeah those were amazing things and the narration to oh, the, the announcer who was that yeah and there was a continuity that was the first yeah. cartoon i remember having a continuity <laughs> there was a storyline that was building up over and time. just kept going go you're right yeah, exactly it, right it was the ongoing. sitcom it was yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what the first one that i for me that i can remember the first like vestigial memories uh i was probably four years old maybe maybe three and a half uh, watching the Adam West Batman. Oh, you know, hang on. That was my first one. Meet your next pillow. Why do we make our pillow in the shape of a cube? <laughs> I'll tell you. The problem with... Was it again? I'm sorry, I missed yeah. it. <laughs> oh, uh, a character called Fat Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> talking about <laughs> the Pork Knight. What's in it for our rotund friend? <laughs> Weighty wonder. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, yeah so do you was... you remember it from that? Oh, from being uh, that young. Yeah, it was like earliest memories. I I loved. Of course, I wasn't getting all the jokes at four. I liked the action. And the colors. And, and, the, and colors, the colors yeah. and the camera oh, tilt. Yes. It was just so engaging to my mind. And it was the first time that a young Dr. Head started having feelings down there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, we need more context. Keep yes, going. watching, there was an episode where Penguin had tied Batgirl up and was going to oh, have Oh, thank you. There we go. On a, on a <laughs> conveyor belt, setting up to a buzzsaw. Batgirl camel toe. Uh, and I was like, oh, French flippantry. so funny? down there this is a strange feeling uh and it's never left i've always had a thing for purple glittery costumes ever since so you know when you're when you're talking about um jay ward's work with uh rocking bullwinkle fracture fairy tale all of that stuff and how they're writing to two different audiences you know they got the stuff in there for the kids but they're putting the stuff in for the adults 
Batman had the exact same shtick. They're writing the show because they know that the kids and the adults are both going to be in the room at the same time. The kids will love the action. And they just sneak these little, like, sly one-liners or these little, like, homages. Like, there's a scene where the there's one woman who invites um, Bruce Wayne in for milk and cookies after their date. And, you know, it's like milk and cookies. <laughs> but, you know, what uh, I think uh, Adam West looks at the camera is like, Man can't live on cookies alone. And he walks <laughs> in and it's like, dog. But that's the genius of the show. They knew exactly who was watching it, and they and they wrote towards it. And I, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Um, Batman today would not be as popular if that show did not exist. He likely would have been canceled because he almost was back then in the '60s. I mean, yep. they were having trouble selling those titles, and that show hits and puts him firmly in sort of the cult uh, american pop culture fabric well, and another yeah another factor in there though was the what happened was twofold was the brilliance of saying uh, let's get a guest a really big name guest star well that was all well and good but then that became in hollywood that became a status symbol you know i'm gonna be a villain on batman yeah. Because it is keech, you know, this is so cool, you know, we're making fun of everything, and we want to do this, and it became, so it kind of perpetuated itself. I think that was a big factor yeah. for the adult level, too, because they're going, oh, yeah, look at all these all these stars they're getting, you know, the, you know, and kind of being weird, and just being, you know, right. playing all this weird stuff. Well, and and that, was the, the, of... that was the ridiculousness of and, it. And how know? they did it with the climbing up the wall, too. So you'd get these even <laughs> yeah. smaller yes. bits where the people yes. would, you know, be but, looking out the window. And, yeah, and the, yeah, the, the cameos out the windows, yes. The other movies that inspired the the the, the Italian uh, Super Argo and all oh, that stuff oh, and Phantomos, uh, yes. you know this uh, that it, it kept that camp and color look to it, you yeah. know. Just... The wild wild world of Batwoman. Yeah, oh. they did. They did the whole. <laughs> oh. That's such a pain. You still want to do that one, don't you? Yes, I do. I well, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, well, and then right. you have the Batman movie, you know, that they did, you know, with things like uh, where they dehydrate the whole yes. whatever UN, and then yeah, right, right. he just happens to have shark repellent, you know, while yeah. he's Awesome. There. I thought that I saw, <laughs> well, I saw that on the big screen during the summer one time. Yeah, cool. and well, the great thing about that is they, uh, the movie was made to promote the series over in Europe, and it also allowed them to build uh, the Batcopter and the Batman. Yeah. That yeah, they would yeah. later use in the show. Yeah. I like the submarine that the the penguin submarine. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> nice. Who was that? Who who did the effects? That that was like Irwin Allen's guy too. Uh, was that like Abbott? Yeah, special effects or something that. like that. Yeah. Nice. But he, you could tell his stuff. I mean, it was always. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I like the movie. I like... <laughs> oh yeah. No, yeah, I... just that whole that whole attitude of the time, the whole campiness. You know, yeah. and the simplicity, you know, that goes back to that, you know, dual purpose kind of, like you're saying, you know, the colors, you know, the, the prime colors that were used and in conjunction with the lighting and and the and camera the, angles the camera. and the camera angles was just brilliant. You know, that just yeah. it, and, and then the, just the, the, really just the well crazy, the, the crazy writing, you know. Um, and the delivery, it was Adam West, the deadpan delivery. Yep. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, deliver it like it's Hiroshima serious. That's what he said. Yeah. But it's really funny. And, and, and Burt Ward, who couldn't act. 
Yeah, and when you deliver that, or you, you know, and then now you see how like the Zucker brothers got that deadpan for airplane and for naked gun and the you know police squad would really. <laughs> You know, oh, I thought they got that from Richard Wright. Sorry. (laughs) Well, and you also, (laughs) I love that deadpan kind of humor, though. I really, I really like it. They're, they're, oh, yeah, Yeah. they're not not really aware that they're being funny. Yeah. Um, And that's part of the charm of the show. It, it doesn't seem as self aware by the season three, they were totally self aware. But, yeah, but but early on, it's it's just, you know, it's hysterical. When I think there's there's that kind of uh, dichotomy there with you have Adam West, whose whole movements is all kind of languid and, you know, he's just real, hey, you know. And then you've got Burt Ward, who's like, oh, you know, you know, he's like this really frenetic guy, you know. And you're like, no more oh, coffee for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Bert, you know, and Adam West is like dangling that air. He's dangling that wrist, man. You know, he's constantly like. <laughs> Just, you know, super chill. And then they bring in Batgirl. And who plays Batgirl? Ron Craig. Ron Craig. Yes. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Well, and she was how, a hottie. How many Mars cat, needs women. How many cat women did they have? <laughs> Two. Well, they had three. 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 Oh, my God. Ooh, Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt was season three. Yeah, she was season three. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Julie Newmar. Julie Newmar oh, was my favorite. Yeah. yeah, Lee Merriweather was it? Lee Merriweather. Julie Newmar was one of my childhood crushes. Yeah, I yeah. Loved, loved her in, during my childhood quite a bit. Favorite, favorite Riddler. I got a Julie Newmar autograph picture. Oh, oh really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Who, who's your favorite Riddler? Gorshin. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm not knocking John Aston. I mean, right, that right, was right. I, if I was John Aston, I'd be you like, know? no, I'm, I'm not doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come up with somebody else for me. I don't want to. No, I'm not putting on the tights. No, that yeah, you can't follow in Frank Gorshin's footsteps. And yeah. you even you know you get shit that wouldn't happen today. And this is uh, Caesar Romero saying, "Yeah, I'll do the makeup, but I am not shaving off the mustache." The stash yeah. days. That's right. Yeah. And they said, "Okay." Right. Well, yeah, I, and it does. That's that's what I thought. You know. Oh, uh, it's funny. Really yeah. great Joker. I mean, all great. The yeah. silliness aside, he is psychotic. He embodies what I think the best portrayal of the joker is i mean i love heath ledger's portrayal in dark knight that's brilliant that's the dark batman but in this era joker is not only just he's crazy he's psychotic he's funny he's smart but the craziness pull propels him you know that's the way joker is but his laugh is there his mannerisms are there i I think i mean he picks every other joker's ass uh i'm sorry i mean (laughs) as much as i'm digging the whole new uh Joker, who's who's the guy with the the grill? You know, he played. Uh, Can't stand you it. You know, yeah, no, nope. no. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I want to see more of that him, but Caesar Romero has it for me. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, what is it? A few years later, Caesar goes to Japan and makes Latitude Zero. Latitude Zero. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. Him and Joseph. <laughs> got, I know. I do too. I really like it. Too. We have have we done that? We haven't done that movie, have we? Talked about. No. No, Latitude we, Zero? Latitude Zero? We no, do we've that. never that's talked about one. it. Wow, that's a crazy film. <laughs> that's yeah. a fun one. Yeah, you know, it is. It's, it's when you when you got characters coming in from Narnia, you know, it yeah. is kind of crazy. <laughs> I just like the whole... Yeah. Like so that, oh. Batman 66 is literally like one of those things that my, my world revolved around when I knew it was on TV. Like yeah, everything exactly. got planned around it. You yep. kept track yeah. of that fucking clock. Like, you know, it was like, yeah. this is where I'm going to be right now. 
when that movie or when that TV show is on. Yeah. You know, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, right. It was uh, in the afternoon, like around four o'clock. Yep. It's like you raced home, got your homework done, got your oh, shit really? done so that you could get right in front of the TV when it popped now, up. Now, see, what, for Batman? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I always thought that was on later. To me, I always thought it was like six. Well, you're old. Well, you watched it. You watched it the original time, probably. I did, but yeah, yeah. We're talking. We watched it in the. They 70s. didn't watch the original time. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, it was still yeah, cool. it, it had to wait. Originally, originally, it was on like I believe Monday and Wednesday. It would show the mon- The Monday would be yeah, cliffhanger. Two Wednesday episodes. would, and the Wednesday would. That's uh, awesome. Take it, you know, would take it over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Finish up the episode. Finish up the. Mm-hmm. That, yep. that storyline and that's what always made the same bat channel same bat thing was right. really cool yeah. and then uh, yeah. star trek was on i think the other channel on thursdays or something like that i think because i remember but, uh, it being on about the same time erwin allen stuff i remember a lot and of Ir- erwin allen stuff now, I, but, we should but, talk about back to, wait a minute back to superheroes though yes what, you know we've talked who's who else is superheroes in the 60s okay Somebody, i got i got you covered right here all right so another 60s superhero that leaked into the 70s for me as a kid is Nope, Spidge. Spidge can. Okay. Oh, the scuttly bastard. That's, that song makes me want to smoke a lucky strike. Horrible <laughs> uh, okay. man. Spider-Man, sponsored by Lucky Strike. So that was one that you got home from school. I ran off the bus, got my Pop-Tart going, and tried to get Channel 50 or Channel 20 to tune in. One of those. I don't know which Yeah, I, I remember it's Channel 20, I think, had Spider-Man. Yeah, I think it was. Never... The hounds. The hounds. Hold on. Inmate. <laughs> Dr. Tar's having a fit. The hounds of Tarskerville. <laughs> oh, damn it. I think you might have to edit this one. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, that was, yeah. And the thing is, you know, you, you look back on it and you're like, ah, uh, you see the obvious cheats in the animation. Oh, yeah. But you, even it's almost kid, stagnant. Yeah, you you didn't care. It was just it no. was like it was Spider Man, and you know we wouldn't get anything else until Electric Company when Spider Man when Spidey would show up right. in some of those segments. And I I'm telling you for Electric Company, oh man, if I thought Spider Man was showing up, I was right there because I wanted to see <laughs> Spider Man even with the little 
you know, when his, his word balloon would appear, <laughs> I was thinking, oh, man, Spider-Man, that's awesome. And did did you ever, like, go, which one of the actors is playing Spider-Man? Like, I would always try to guess, you know. I, guess. I thought it was Morgan Freeman. I honestly thought Morgan Freeman was in that Spider-Man suit. Which would have been incredibly awesome <laughs> if that was true. Uh, but I think it was um, I think it was a dancer of... Um, who who did the role? In fact, I think he passed away a few years ago. But yep. he was the, the he was just approached to do it, and he did it, and he ended up keeping the costume. I think, and nice. would go out and do publicity stuff with it. Which I'm like, oh, that's cool. Well, and, for him. and that's when you look at that costume and you go, why does that costume look so awesome? And then the TV show that they did in '78 looks so fucking stupid. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty, and when he sh- I shot his web, it was like ropes. It was ropes coming out. Yeah. And I... when he crawls up the wall, it's like sliding all over the place and you can see the rope, you know, most of the time pulling him up. And yeah, it's terrible. When but... was Captain America TV show? <laughs> there was uh, no TV show. Oh, well, there was just the movies. two TV movies. I think that yep. was 78. That, that was yep. what I meant. Yeah. 78, yeah. right? Yeah, the two right. movies, yeah, and that was yeah. Reb Brown. Reb Brown, yeah, Reb Brown right? Yeah. yeah, and then they then they brought in the uh, well, that's how <laughs> isn't that how they brought in the Hulk as well? Wasn't that like nineteen seventy? Wait a minute, did you just say the Hulk? I I might have. <laughs> might well, that's have cool. Said the Hulk. I wait I, for it. No, I think I forgot to bring it in. So go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. I couldn't carry it. <laughs> I think that also started off as a TV movie, did it not? The Hulk, and then it became a series. No, no, it was other way around. Started right. as the TV series, okay. and yes. then when it it got canceled, then they did the TV movies. And that's when and they brought in Thor. Daredevil and Thor. Yeah, <laughs> right. That was that was painful. That was. I, I okay. I don't want to say a love hate relationship, but I just recently rewatched the episode with Thor, and oh. I have to say I kind of enjoy. I know it's it's not. It's not I'll great, but I, again. I, I enjoyed it. It was very cheesy. It's 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 kind of strange because for me, you know, when we were growing up, we had the Batman TV show. And so for you know many of us, this is like our live action depiction of Batman. That's all we get. And then, you know, we get into the 70s and then we start getting another spate of hero shows. We get wonder woman we get the incredible hulk we got the six million dollar man and then spidey shows up and you know you know all captain america dr strange gemini man oh yeah (laughs) dr strange so the man from atlanta but inframan so here that was tv here's the iconic uh intro Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs. The creature is driven by rage. <laughs> yeah, that was a great series. We watched, and, that. I I really watched that. And that I always liked that. it because of the magic clothes. Yeah, the magic clothes, <laughs> and uh, he really Just wrestled. Like the, he really wrestled a bear in one episode, um, a real bear. Um, but I love that because it sounds like Halloween, like that. It does. The intro does. The piano keys. Yeah. I was laughing at Luferigno laughing and growling. Yeah. As a whole. Yeah. When they talk about him, like. 
that was all sprayed on makeup and so he could like when he was in makeup for a shoot day he couldn't move do anything as soon as you know so they would try to keep him from sweating so he would literally go into his trailer and he would hold his arms out in a cross you know like crucifix and stand there while air conditioning blew over him so he wouldn't sweat and streak you know, and then he'd go out and he'd shoot a bunch of stuff, and then he'd go back in and he'd have to stand there <laughs> like that. What was the episode where he fought the the older guy that was a Hulk, and they had him spray painted up? Hulk. you know what I'm talking about. The two Hulks were fighting, but the other that. guy, whoever they spray painted, <laughs> it even looked like there would be a a match. This guy just looked like an old guy that they spray painted green. It's like he's <laughs> stupid. Oh, but anyway. Well, yes. I, I think the strength of the Hulk was Bill Bixby, um, yes. who's really a, you know a great actor. Um, and they had some really good kind of drama that they put around that, that that was better. And it was always that kind of sad piano music, you know. Because <laughs> yes, he so he's had walking to, away. Yeah, it was like it was like the serious Charlie Brown thing, you know, where he's like, <laughs> do 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 do. Yeah. Well, and also you you know talk about Bixby, he uh, he ended up kind of like sort of taking over the show. I mean, yep. he was producing it, and he he kept the TV movies going. So this is a case of a an actor who who you know like Adam West would get typecast, you know, yep. couldn't get other work. And Bill Bixby's just like, yeah, I'm just rolling with it, you know. And there's an episode um, where he hooks up with this female doctor who I think she has cancer or something, and they're trying to cure each other. Um, and he is also then like internalizing mentally, like he's doing this like Buddhist shit where he's thinking about the, his thing surrounded by cowboys, you know, a, a wag, you know, a wagon train or something like that. It's a really bizarre episode, but it's dramatically, it's really good. And I'm trying to think who the, the, the was it Candace Bergman, Bergman or whatever was the, the female or something like that. Um, it's re- like if you watch it, it's really dramatically well acted and directed, and it's totally outside of that. And they literally just shoehorn <laughs> the Hulk in there as a superhero, and then go back to this really cool story. So, I think that's the Bill Bixby influence when he starts, you know, taking over and doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. I, I wanted to. Doctor Head was talking about Julie Newmar and. Cur- causing curious stirrings in his utility belt. <laughs> that was um, Yvonne Craig, yes. Yeah. Um, Julie Nomar you know, came later let, on. Let, let, let's, let's just ask the elephant in the room, the sexy brunette elephant in the room, Linda Carter oh. and Wonder Woman. Oh, boy. Yeah. You got it. Wonder Woman. All the world is waiting for you. Take Dr. Head out of the how are you <laughs> And your camel toe too. Sophomoric love, eh? (laughs) I could listen to that whole song. Yeah, that was, you know, 
you want to think about the 70s i think of of all the like heroes on tv shows i think that one's for she's the queen i think <laughs> and rightly so um because you know up to that point you know we didn't you know we didn't get a whole lot of uh you know strong female heroes like on television i mean yeah there i think there was there was honey west in the 60s but i mean even that wasn't the bionic woman Hey, don't, oh, okay. hey, Honey oh, West, don't you go knocking, Honey oh, West. Oh, I don't know. I'm not oh, knocking. I won't be knocking, Okay, okay. Okay. My only issue is, is that it is, well, much like Wonder Woman is, it's kind of a product of its time, and it's like. Knock, knock, who's there, Honey West? You kind of wanted more. It's like, uh, she could do more. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, you know, whatever, but. You're um, getting more with uh, with Linda Carter, yeah. Right, exactly, because, you know, things. Are way, like, way more. Yeah, and um, more where she has to stop and bend over and pick something up. <laughs> but you know, cut you perfect print. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, oh, I dropped a I dropped a dollar here. Get it? <laughs> yeah, an ass that could have been a U.S. territory. <laughs> I stay clean. <laughs> but I mean that. I mean you, we got to remember that. I mean that was huge. That show. I think and then it kicks oh, it was off huge. like this. This big glut of heroes hero shows on tv because you know we got six million dollar man's about the same time and then i think you know wonder woman then kind of gives birth to like the bionic woman because then you know that shows up and then it just kind of snowballs from there and i think all the studios are just like right. kind of like it is now but They're there's like, all okay, these yeah right that right exactly right. there was all these other awful shows like Gemini Man, Man from Atlantis. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I uh, love Man from Atlantis. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, there was a couple of other ones. I, I got to tell you, growing up in the '70s, I mean, yeah, a lot of these shows weren't like super great. Like, you know, why does Spidey only have one web shooter? Where's, <laughs> where's, where's the Green Goblin? Where's Doctor Octopus? Why is he fighting ninjas? Why is J. Jonah Jameson in a any dune buggy? What the hell is going on? <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, as a kid growing up, it was much like Batman. It was great seeing these live action renditions of these characters. It kind of, yeah. for me, kind of made them feel a little bit more real. Except that first Captain America TV movie. I'm like, what the hell is up with the suit? What is this? Why is he? It looks like he's wearing a, a patriotic sweater vest. N no, no, that's not what we want to see. I think what we uh, forget is they explain that he's actually the son of the original Captain that is, America. That is true. Yes, and that, that they're like, you need to have this suit and you should have a disguise. And here's the the um, motorcycle, which has the windshield that is your shield. The shield, um, yes. And it's rocket powered. That's how you get it out of the van. Of course. Yeah. You yeah, know, never but... Yeah, but then you get shit like him, like, driving up to a wall and grabbing the, the, the thing and throwing it up onto the top of the wall perfectly. Oh, and, my God, that's great. And then jumping up on the wall and riding around the wall on his motorcycle. And, but you're, you're, you're cutting that scene short because what happens in that scene? He jumps off the wall. What happens to the bike? It turns know. into a fucking hang glider, which is one of the oh, just right. one of the greatest things I've ever seen on film. I laughed so hard <laughs> as an adult because I, I didn't remember that. But he's 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 just on a prison wall. And the next thing you know, he's like 20,000 feet in the air in a hang glider. I'm like, wait, how the hell did he get up there? But it's like he's still on the bike, but there's a hang glider on top of it. And he's chasing Christopher Lee in a stock Chevy Caprice station wagon. I'm like, <laughs> this is I, I couldn't plan this better if I did it myself. This is 
beautiful. Oh, I mean, but it's, as it's a kid, just, that pissed me off. Was written by a ten-year-old. I think that episode <laughs> was written by a couple ten-year-olds. Yeah, so. I uh, I was so pissed off by the Captain America um, movies because as a kid, that was my favorite, uh, you know, superhero, and I loved Captain America with blue or blue Falcon. <laughs> Dynamite. <laughs> it's a very different check. Yeah, yeah, with the Falcon. It's okay, you can say. Yeah, Captain America with the Falcon was like, it had to be Captain America and the Falcon. You know, you had to have both of them together. Um, and so when they had this this movie, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, even as a kid, I'm going, stupid, stupid. I'll take anything else. You know, I, I was down with the Hulk. I was down with Wonder Woman, all that kind of stuff. But there was a violation for me with uh, Captain <laughs> America. Captain yeah. America. And it was, the- I, I think it was the helmet more than anything. I- okay. So here's a fun fact about that. When they're designing the costume, the, on, on another TV show, Chips, the real Chips found out that they were going to be doing a lot of stunt work and, and camera work on a motorcycle. <laughs> and they're like, he has to wear a helmet. And they're like, but Captain America doesn't wear a helmet. They're like, if you want to shoot this show on California highways, he's wearing a helmet. And they're like, oh. oh. So they tried different variations. And finally, they came back to, you know what? Let's just make the mask the, the helmet, which is like, okay. <laughs> so That's a good fact, hel- though. I mean, you know. the helmet, helmet it was. They kind of said at least it was made out of some special bulletproof. Yeah. <laughs> whatever but yeah well, okay. I, I get where you're coming from on that that you know i, I don't know it was just um just being able to see these characters on tv tv even though they weren't exactly the way it just for some reason for me as a kid i remember it kind of made them feel a little bit more real especially well, that, yeah and that, and that comes back to the fact that you know in the 70s you're you're a w- way more isolated in what you can uh experience yeah you know, um, so that that also, you know, that enters into it. You know, even though you may not like it, you'll still watch it. Yeah. Oh, yes. yes. You really yes. don't have anything yes. else yeah. to watch. No, you're, you're right. I Sometimes it, it might even, you might even go, oh, I, I actually like that episode. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true, though. Oh, that's it wasn't hyperly critical other than knowing it was disappointing. You know, with, with the Spider-Man especially, yeah. it was disappointing. Captain America, the costume was disappointing. Um, you know, it, there were things where like, okay, you know, it, it's just not going to be the same as it was with like the, the cartoon, the Spider-Man cartoon. I mean, come on, how are you going to put the rhino on that live action, you know, <laughs> thing? That's, that was my favorite villain as a kid. I think the rhino, you know, he just wanted gold. He wanted to build a statue of himself, you know, I need more gold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like like Wonder Woman was that was religious. That was Friday night, part of the Friday night viewing. We always watch it, it. and I yeah. liked how it. There was episodes. It was like, wasn't it just during World War Two as well? First, se- there... first season was during World War Two. Yeah, and I so I thought that was really kind of nice that that homage that nod back to that time, and then they kind of brought her into the fashionable seventies. You know, yeah, that's when and... it jumped to ABC. I think. Oh, so fashionable. Well, there's also with Wonder Woman, there's a lot, there's a dual level going on with everything that's there. Um, The power differential between man and woman, you know what I mean? The male and female and the feminism and stuff like that. But it's also, there's just a lot of little scenes in every episode that, again, as an adult, you look at them and go, oh, that's pretty funny. 
And as a kid, you didn't even fucking register. You're just like, yeah, Man, this is just Wonder Woman. That's Steve Trevor. But Steve Trevor's always tied up, always getting rescued by, you know, Wonder Woman. Um, and she's always just fucking hot. And, and who I plays Steve? Who plays Steve Trevor? Yeah. Who plays? Well, who does it? Lyle, Lyle Wagner. 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 Yeah. Who also <laughs> tested to be Batman nice. in the TV show. He lost out to Adam West. And the rest of the history. Yeah. I always confuse him with Bruce Boxleitner. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tales of the Golden Monkey. <laughs> the uh, So, yeah, we, we mentioned the $6 million man. So I that think show. the intro to that show, the editing, the, the, the whatever, the cinematography, it, it's like a prequel to like videos, uh, music videos and stuff. There's just this really great pastiche that they put together with that whole thing. Um, the soundscape, everything about it, like sets up this great science fiction show and then gives us <laughs> six even the slow mo, Even yeah. the slow-mo running. Yeah. Right. Which and, uh, you accepted as him running so fast it looks like it's in slow motion. Yes. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. But yeah, Snyder's wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, yeah, it is. Oh, it, when they did that in, uh, what was that, Godzilla versus King Ghidra? What, the, what was it? The right. Terminator robot android. Right, right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I right. was. Ridiculous level. <laughs> yeah. But. Lee Majors was my hero in the 70s. I'm like, there's no cooler dude than Lee Majors. The only person may have been, uh, what was the dude in Police Woman? I think Woman? Lee Marvin? Who's the dude in Police Woman? <laughs> oh. Dickens? oh, the dude. Yeah, the guy. Um, was there a dude in Police Woman? What? <laughs> he, was, he used to be in cowboy <laughs> movies. He was, he was always oh. a, yeah, I know. Can't think of his name. I, was that? Yeah. Was the one? Pepper, you're going undercover. <laughs> 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 He's yeah, yeah, he's, think of his name. yeah, he's been in tons of stuff, but um, Charles Nelson Riley, Charles Nelson Riley, <laughs> <laughs> very different show. He could have been a good Joker. Let's go shopping. Uh, uh, Earl Holloman. Oh, Earl Holloman! <laughs> I I always thought Earl Holloman was cool as fuck. Um. You want to talk about the earliest crush? Mine was Police Woman. Uh, it was Angie Dickinson. Ooh. And I still, to this day, think that she is one of the most beautiful women ever. Like, I don't know what it is. You know, you see some of the, you know, when even as she got older, she was still. Even when she married Burt Bacharach, I thought she was kind of. 
You're like, Angie, I'm here. <laughs> hey, what's up, lady? Handcuff me. <laughs> but yeah, Steve uh, uh, Lee Majors. And then you found out he was married to Farrah Fawcett. And you're like, of course he's the coolest fucking dude ever. <laughs> yeah. Right. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. I'd like to throw in <laughs> great show, but absolutely friggin' awesome toy line by Kenner. Oh, my <laughs> thank God. You. Yeah. Okay, I have I a, that's good I have an issue with that. It, the problem with it was that he was bigger than all my other action figures. Uh, well, and like, that. how do I? How does he? How does he do Barbie? Integrate this. Hmm. He Wait, doesn't. He doesn't yeah. Why? Why is he bigger than Big Jim? Because <laughs> he's She's got that Jet Jaguar chip. That was <laughs> Jet Jaguar. Now that being said, Grow giant robo. <laughs> the, the way they created it was pretty cool. Like you could look through his eyeball, you know, yeah. which looked looked <laughs> weird. And the then he had the power lift arm. Roll yeah. up the sleeve. Roll up the sleeve. Yeah, the rubber, the, the rubber uh, arms. So you could like yeah. you know, yeah. put in the stick in his, and the yeah. trip would come out. And, yeah. Yeah, but he was uh, no he was no absolutely. big gym who could flex, who had the karate yeah. chop, you know, action, all that. He kind didn't of have stuff. sayings like the GI Joe. He didn't have the kung fu grip. And I liked uh, I liked Big Jim because he was kind of like Tom Cruise short. So you put him up next to Barbie, and it was like him and uh, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> with with awesome box art by Jack Kirby, I might add. Oh yeah, oh you're King, right. King Kirby did those. Well, at least when it got to oh, the Wolf Pack line, yeah, he was doing all that. But do you think that the six million dollar man jumped the shark at some point? Like as they oh. went into the series, that would Bigfoot be the shark that he jumped? No, that was the best episodes ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering because personally, death I thought it was, I come on, man. <laughs> the death, that's God. right. The Vita space probe. <laughs> yeah. When they hit that, that was a two-parter. At least it had two episodes with that death bot or whatever it was. Venus space probe. Did they not make a Bigfoot figure? To go they with? did. Yes. Oh yeah. It was like wildly popular. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I remember that. Oh my, I, I loved that. That's like that was the best. Was, and I'm wait, so glad they made it a two-parter. Who is the woman <laughs> with all the cleavage in the Bigfoot? Mm. Stephanie oh, Powers. Bat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll go find that one now. I was focused on Bigfoot. Well, and that spawned um, the Bionic Woman, right? Which was an offshoot. So Lindsay Wagner, who was on. Uh, she, originally showed up on uh, Six Million Dollar Man, and they had a thing, right? Um, a thing going on. Yeah, they had parts, parts and parts. Um, Could you make magnetic. a boob bigger? <laughs> I think I ended up liking the Bionic Woman more than I liked the Six Million Dollar Man, uh, mostly because I had the hots for Lindsay Wagner. I thought the writing was a little different uh, for this uh, Bionic Woman. It I didn't was. think it was... yes. Yeah. Um, it seemed to be a little more intelligent or something. It, it absolutely yeah. was, yeah. It was more secret agent kind of stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But just had just had seemed to have that little bit more of an edge to the yeah. to the intelligence of the scripts. It just it, seemed a little bit a little it, bit better than It's funny if you read interviews with her. Um so like with uh, Steve Austin, um Lee Majors, they would zoom in on his eyebrow going up while he was looking. <laughs> 
Um, she yeah, she said she grew, grew very uncomfortable with them getting these shots of her ear because it was really her ear <laughs> when she was doing the bionic ear listening. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did she twitch it? Don't get dirty. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think they had twitch. Ah, sensory then. overload. I get and it. They didn't have twitch back then. No, <laughs> oh, no they wouldn't have got it. What, are you, what the hell? Just asking, asking for a friend. So, what, so okay. Asking for a friend. What, what else in the seventies? What, what's, what's more seventies stuff? I go back to the sixties with uh, the man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. I remember that. Well, yeah, what's remember. the uh, Wild Wild the West? Wild Wild, Wild West. Wild, oh, yeah, there's one. Yeah, yeah. No, superheroes. Uh, we yeah, watched absolutely. that all the time. It was the James Bond and the Wild in the West. Yep. Great there show. Was that, that, that steampunk sensibility or what uh-huh. became known as steampunk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. And even as a kid, I I got the fantasy. I love the fact that there were like robots and machines and oh yeah, you know the 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 uh, the, the, the Doctor Loveless. Yeah, the evil villain. And it, the, the intro, the sign-on, Kevin Dunn, with the animated yeah. the like, intro, panels, yes, that was like the yeah. fucking sweetest intro of all time. Awesome, yeah. And and, and you can't just ask for a, a, you know, it was just a really fun show, just yeah, terrifically fun. And it still holds up in a lot of ways. It's a it's a great fun yes, show. It does. It holds yeah. up quite quite a, quite a bit. Yeah. At the Green Hornet as well in the sixties. Oh, the Green yeah. Hornet. Yeah. Yes, I was going to mention that because that, Batman. Oh, they had the guest. I actually like the Green Hornet. I actually yeah. like the Green Hornet a lot. Um, short-lived yeah. was. <laughs> yeah, a troop, another pulp hero. You know, yeah. Come, come yeah. to the, the small screen. What? Uh, and I think in, in the 70s, we had this this phenomenal cartoon, which is this one. It was the world's strangest accident while testing a new rocket ship. Our heroes were bombarded by mysterious cosmic rays from outer space. Though they crash-landed safely, the strange and powerful rays had changed each one of them, transforming their leader, Reed Richards, into the plastic-skinned Mr. Fantastic. Sue Richards into the Now You See Her, Now You Don't, Invisible Girl. And Ben Grimm into a mighty muscled powerhouse called Wait for the it. Thing. Wait. Now together with Herbie the Robot, they have become the greatest team of superheroes the world has ever known. The new Fantastic Four. Oh, that cartoon pissed me off. It was terrible. It was garbage. I remember watching that and thinking, who the fuck is this robot? I'm like, we're like in, we're, we're in tweaky territory. Yes. Tweaky's in And, and I know why he was taken out. Oh yeah. The, the people doing the show were afraid kids were going to watch a cartoon and set themselves on fire. I'm like, no, no, no. I think give us a little more credit than that. And we, and we know kids didn't do that. Uh, because in uh, what was it, 1967? <laughs> the Fantastic Four, starring Reed Richards, Sue Richards, Johnny Storm, Ben Grimm. Reed Richards with his power to stretch, the thing with the strength of a power. 
united in their fight against interplanetary evil. Fantastic! Girl who? So, and if that's you, the one I associate with. And yeah, you and if you watch it, it's like the animation. Obviously, like all they were doing was doing stills from Jack Kirby, you know, drawings and moving mm-hmm. shit around a bit. Didn't matter because they still had Galactus. They still had yeah. Doctor Doom. They, they had showed everybody. Yeah. There was a whole slew of those Marvel cartoons. Yes. Iron Man. I think yep. there was a the yeah. Thor or Daredevil. Maybe yep. or Thor, like Captain America, Captain America, Submariner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's so. right. Yeah. Yeah, those were all great. Um, yeah. And, and the, well, in the 60s, the Spider-Man one... Uh, well, go ahead, Gadfly, you're going to no, talk no, more about ahead. Fantastic Four? No, go ahead. I was just going to mention there, I, I don't remember the the company that made it, but in the mid-60s, there was a Superman cartoon. Oh. Um, was done really animated, really kind of well. And there's scenes oh. where he's like, da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da, Superman. That was how that sounded. And he's like flying and like punching oh i think i know what you're talking yeah he's like fighting like a giant electric monster and stuff this is a job for superman you know it it was uh the music uh, when you were talking about the music yeah yeah i remember that being really a great cartoon as well and that set up like the justice league there was a lot of there was an early or 60s justice league cartoon that i remember watching or maybe late 60s that Was uh, was that filmation that did that i think it was filmation yeah I think that's uh, that's right. That sounds right, Fez. Fez. Um, yeah, because that was the predecessor to all the the superhero, the Justice League, and the Justice Friends, and those other ones in the '70s. The New Adventures of Batman, where they had like Scooby Doo on, and the you know Batman. <laughs> he did those like, oh my god, like that. you know, right? Today's guest appearance, Don yeah. Nas. What? Well, yeah, <laughs> Batman. There's what? a there's right, a right. There's a great book about uh, filmation by Tomorrow's Publishing that, that I have, and it is amazing to see just, you know, again, what a business it was. It, and they were very much a parallel of Hanna-Barbera, where they didn't give a yes. shit about quality, you know. Um, however, they created intellectual properties or glommed on. So filmation was great at glomming on to things like Tarzan and Star uh, Trek. Star Trek and Flash Gordon and you know and their take Planet on of the Apes. Planet of the Apes, yeah. Yep. Yeah. for me, their take on Flash Gordon was awesome. Right. I, I love that seventies, early eighties, uh, you know, Flash Gordon, the design, all that kind of stuff. And then I also like Tarzan. Like the whole intro of the, the Tarzan cartoon was really cool. Um, they were definitely cheap, done on the cheap. Um, but, uh, if you're interested in that whole era, that filmation, Tomorrow's Publishing puts out some of the most obscure, uh, like compilations of histories of bad movies, animation, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, I, I love that whole publishing company uh, for everything that they do. And that filmation book is awesome. It's so we're talking filmation. Do we bring up? Captain Marvel and uh, Isis. Oh, 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 yeah, the live action. Yes, the live action. Electra Woman and Dinah Girl. No, yeah, yes, well, yeah, yep. yeah, that's um, that was Sid Marty Croft. Yes, they and made the a, evil genius Doctor Shrinker. Sorry, there's, oh, right. there's yeah, the, the anti-hero, the Electra Girl and Dinah, uh, the Electra, whatever that was. They've made a new movie here recently within the last five years. I heard about that. Yeah. It's on Prime. So we might take a look. 
that was um that was one of the things I liked uh when DC was doing their their streaming channel. They they remastered the old Shazam TV show um into HD and they brought back all the cuz remember the shows would always end and he'd jump down and he'd give that little moral segment, talk about something and then fly off fly off. <laughs> it's on the hood of somebody's pickup truck, but you know, it was it was kind of nice to see those again because I remember Saturday mornings if Sh- if you know Shazam would come on I would I would watch I mean they're not that great and I remember uh, Blue Fez Junior was watching them and he's like what the hell is this and I'm like I said you got to understand there was this big push in the seventies during Saturday morning cartoons they had to teach lessons and yeah so yeah we'll never Nothing. understand that or how great it was to have those because there was really very it was doled out with a spoon sometimes you never knew what was going to happen so if it was on you were going to watch it yeah you know right how about how about the greatest american hero oh yeah you're <laughs> it or not, it or not. Yeah. william katz the greatest american watched. hero went on to be in the movie house house great movie yeah the movie's great who uh well, speaking of well, Hanna Barbera, what didn't they do? Were they the ones behind Johnny Quest? Johnny Quest, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Space yeah. Ghost, yeah. Uh, the okay. Herculoids, well, so Herculoids, Herculoids, bitch, Har- <laughs> Harvey Birdman, <laughs> Avenger. Okay, I say Johnny Quest is a superhero, but there's a hero element to that whole show, heroic element rather. Yeah. That was that was one of, probably one of the best cartoons they made. Jason the Star Command. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I loved uh, I loved Space Ghost, um, and I loved uh, Thunder the Barbarian. Oh, that's um, a good yeah. one. Yeah. Well, and the reason those were so successful is character design. Um, so you have Alex Toth on Space Ghost, and then you have yes. uh, Jack Kirby on uh, Thunder. All of the design yeah. for Thunder, yeah. And Alex Toth worked on Super Friends. He did all the character streets for that. Yep. Guy's a genius. Yep. And Space Angel. No, that wasn't Toth, was it? I don't know. Who did uh, Space Angel and or who was the other two? Uh, there was a sea captain or a submarine guy. Oh, it was the lip sync thing. Oh, and wait. I thought it was Toth. Was... I thought it was Toth that did that. The drawings well, that, that was and like clutch, clutch cargo. Clutch right? cargo. It was after that. Uh, it was like a, yeah, but there's like a superhero. Space Angel was the space guy. Right. Remember him. And then there was like a submarine captain. Don't remember and, him. And a, uh, there was another one. But they all, anyway, it didn't matter. It was all kind of the same kind of a show anyway. But it was the lips. <laughs> Whatever they called that. All right. I- any last last uh, remnants you want to bring in here? I would Roger like to Ram- bring- oh, go, Sorry, go ahead, Fed. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Fed. <laughs> I, I remember coming across something in my twenties uh, from our dear friend Tim Bean, uh, Roger Ramjet. Oh, oh yeah. I found to be every bit as, as funny and smart as Rob, you know, Bullwinkle and Rocky at times. It had that same kind of sensibility. Yeah. It wasn't deep. But there was a sense of the, the animations for the kids, the jokes are for the adults. Tom yeah. Slick and Super Chicken, too. Yeah, it was just really, <laughs> really fun. You remember <laughs> Super Chicken? 
I've, oh. I've seen some of those. A classic UPA style animation. Yeah, good stuff. Mid-century modern stuff. I wanted to throw in, I, I know we, we were kind of bashing on TV 70 Spider-Man, but I wanted to give <laughs> props to the stuntman who did all of those sequences. His name is Fred Wall. The guy was a maniac. If you, yes. you dig around online and you realize that this guy's in a Spider-Man costume with this helmet on with, with like a camera mounted to it and they got him hanging upside down and he's crawling down the Empire State Building. And I'm looking at some of these shots. I'm like, this guy was a maniac. He actually developed the camera rig that they used in the show. And I, I just, I always, I think that was the thing that always impressed me. Yeah, you could, if you looked close enough, you could see the, the rig he's on keeping him up. But he was always like, damn, that, that dude's got... I won't go any thinner. <laughs> so, <laughs> spider sense is tingling. Yeah, well, it, I can shit on those uh, that TV show, but I didn't miss an episode. You know, I was there watching every single one of them. Um, and you know what? My biggest hang-up was none of that stuff. My biggest hang-up was the guy who played Peter Parker's hair. I'm like, how the fuck does that get flattened under that costume? That doesn't work that way. He's super. He's super. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of want to see him pull his hair off and stick it in his bag. He webs him. He webs it down. He webs it down. <laughs> Out of his butt. Yeah, with his rope. <laughs> it's rope. In my hot silk. <laughs> Check out these spinnerets. Speaking of Mesa women. <laughs> Speaking of Mesa women. Oh, sorry. Spinge! Spinge! <laughs> <laughs>
Radio Podcast Universe. Heavy Metal. And soon to come, Mad Science Radio. Where you can find all your favorite hua horse. <laughs> You're not hua. And you know who you are. <laughs> who are you are? Yeah, who was? Got so many whores in my sewer. I'm gonna go take a tour. Someone's gotta talk like Christopher Walken. It's my hua de jour. Do you know why I hit that quarter? <laughs> Pardon me, does your horror have any great pun? <laughs>